podcasting from my sex writing cave where all the smut happens in real life in my head or on paper, this is the Smut Lancer Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smut Lancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode 21. This week, I'm recording at midnight on a Monday to talk about the things that set Smut Lancers apart. And part of that is the fact that I'm the type of person who's recording at midnight on a Monday. <laughs> this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smutlancer podcast is produced every Wednesday and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at The Smutlancer. This week's episode is brought to you by Blueberry, a podcasting hosting solution that makes podcasting affordable and easy. If you're thinking of creating audio content and want a hosting service and plugin that integrate with your website and offer great analytics, check out Blueberry. I use Blueberry for this podcast, the Loving BDSM podcast, and the Masturbation Monday podcast. And it's easy, affordable, and has great tech support. Use the code Kayla Lords, all one word, to get one month free to try it out. Again, that's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com, and use code Kayla Lords for one month free. So yes, I'm recording at midnight. Not quite sure why I'm still awake at midnight, but I am recording on a Monday instead of late on a Wednesday, which has been my habit the past couple weeks. I want to apologize now if I sound a little nasally or a little stopped up. I've got a sinus thing. I'm not full-blown sick. Knock on one, not yet, but I've had a sore throat and some drainage and all that gross stuff that we're not going to talk about. Um, so I it has it is impacting my voice, which I'm not loving. Plus. Uh, I've been up since 6.30 this morning, and by this clock, it is 11.54 p.m., so I might sound funny because I'm exhausted, (laughs) but I'm taking these opportunities to do some things while I can, Um, and it made me think of the the fact that I was doing this, the fact that I've had the past couple days, um, I've sort of been just a constant go, go, go. I know it's not just me. I mean, I do have people who who say to me, I don't know how you do what you do. And yet I have what I would consider, you know, the sex blogging world is kind of a, a strange, strange beast. We, we don't necessarily consider ourselves colleagues. It's, you know, it's not in the professional sense, like when you work at, you know, a corporate thing. But people that I would consider my colleagues are people who either have been doing this longer than I have, or um, they're either or they're at a level that I want to get to, or we're at the about the same level. So you know, if they're, they're higher up than me, and I'm calling myself a colleague, that's fine, I could do that. Um, And we all have some similar traits. And yet I think many of us because we also have traits that are not necessarily positive, imposter syndrome being one, um, we think that we we doubt ourselves. Let me put it that way. So sometimes it'll be your mental health that will do it to you. Sometimes it's, it's imposter syndrome. Sometimes it's just sort of the creative brain that will do that, that questions everything. And so I thought I'm not the only person who would do what I'm currently doing or the way I'm currently doing it. Other, you know, I call you, I call us smut lancers. Are we trying to make money creating content about sex? We are a smut lancer. That's my definition of it. It's a made up word. I made it up. That's fine. But that's what it means. And that's what we are. Um, What we have in common is not the amount of money we make or even how we make our money. You know, some people are writing articles. Some people are selling products. Some people are, you know, are affiliate marketers. Like we're all doing something slightly different. And yet we all kind of have the same goal in mind. We're trying to get some financial freedom. 
either completely from the day job or just a little bit of room uh, to breathe and doing what we love. And if you think that I'm going to tell you that what we all have in common is the money we earn, that is not it at all. That is actually not at all um, what I'm thinking. And for the things I have on my little list here of what it is we have in common and why I know if given the chance, I'm not the only one in the community who would do something like record a podcast at midnight. We should turn that into a drinking game. However many times I end up saying that in this podcast, somebody take a drink of something, probably coffee, because that's what I'm going to need in the morning. Um, you would do something similar too, um, because I think we do have some similar traits, the things that sort of drive us. Okay. We do not work like other people. And it's not just because we work at a keyboard or we, you know, work from home or it's remote. It's a drive that we have. It's a desire to do this thing that we really love, make money doing it and do it maybe at, you know, whatever it takes to do it, we're, we're going to do it. So I'll tell you why I'm recording at midnight on Monday. Somebody take a shot. Okay. Um, we, John Brownstone and I and the kids are going on vacation to my mom's house for a week next week. We will actually leave on June 5th, on Friday, June 15th. This episode comes out on what, June 13th? Yeah, something like that. So I'm not good with numbers, y'all. And it's midnight. Um, <laughs> take a drink, that, that counts. Um, so I used to bring my macbook which i will still bring because i don't go anywhere without it and i would work at my mom's house and it wouldn't be a vacation i would i wouldn't do a lot i'd try and get the big stuff done but i'd be online and i'd be emailing clients and i'd be doing this and that for the whole week and it nearly killed me y'all i'm i don't feel like i'm exaggerating i think if i kept going down that road i would have ended up in the hospital as it is i ended up having several procedures done that were at least outpatient and weren't that big a deal but it that was where i was going uh, I really think that part of my mental health break that I experienced in 2016, um, late 2015, early 2016, had a lot to do with it because I didn't take breaks. And that is one thing I know many of us have in common. I am not calling out my friends by name, but they know who they are when they'll go months and months and months before they take a full week off or take a weekend off and just sort of chill. And I've got other friends who are realizing that they have to take time to take care of themselves and they're backing off of really big important things that they care about but their health has to come first so in order to take a solid week off and I'll blog on my personal blog um but I probably won't do much with smut lancer next week and I probably won't do much with uh, loving bdsm masturbation monday is kind of on autopilot so that's no big deal that can all be scheduled mostly um so I'll do some stuff but I don't consider that work Client work is work. Marketing myself is work. But fooling around on my own blog, that's not work. Um, but in order to do that, I have to get two weeks worth of work done in a single week. Now, I can't work like that all the time because I will cause myself physical pain and harm. But I can do it in short bursts. And this is my short burst. So I work Sunday, I work Monday, I work Tuesday, and then I've got appointments Wednesday and Thursday morning. So I'm working half days Wednesday and Thursday. So that's time to get it all done. But what I noticed is that I'm, I can sometimes get whiny about, oh, I have to do this thing or, oh, this is taking up a lot of time. 
but I'm a woman with a goal right now. My goal is that when I get in the car at Odark 30 on Friday, I will not be stressed out about what I still need to do. I will not be emailing clients going, don't worry, I'll finish that tomorrow when I get to Wi-Fi. Like that is not what's going to happen. Um, I'm, I'm determined. And I think that's part of it. People who who want to make something from seemingly nothing, you know, we're trying to make money off of our words or off of our artistic ability or, you know, selling something online when there's a million other people selling the same thing. We are absolutely determined. And what I have found is that come hell or high water, we will find a way. If it means we're up until two in the morning, we're up until two in the morning as a submissive and a DS relationship. If I am up until two in the morning, I will get in so much trouble. So I'm not going to be up that late. I like the fact that this podcast, I try to keep it to 30 minutes because then, you know, I will not be telling you that I'm recording at 1am. That is not part of the drinking game. Don't take a drink. Um, I am also quite goofy and anybody who knows me in real life is going, oh my God, is she drunk? No, I'm just tired. Um, but I will go through my list here. And I, if you, if you see yourself in this, be proud. Try not to kill yourself. Try not to do, take it too far. Um, determined, driven people tend to be that way. We tend to go, go, go. And our body is shutting down on us. Our mind is shutting down on us. And we're like, no, 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 I'll deal with that another day. And then what happens is it hits us and we don't have a choice. Um, I still find it hard to say, I cannot do this thing that I always do on this day. Pick a thing. Masturbation Monday. I read on Tuesday nights. That's when I read it. That's when I tweet about it. That's like my day. And last week I had to wait till Saturday because i physically couldn't, I mentally couldn't, I emotionally couldn't. And quite frankly, the work would not let me and I felt like crap for it. And so I think that the the fact that some people are better able to go, you know what, I have to take care of myself first. And that means this thing is going to have to wait, and it will be okay. I commend you. I think that you are likely better at that than I am. Or maybe we all just suck at it, but we're faking it really well. Um, But you do have to, um, having the drive is one thing and knowing when to stop and take care of yourself is another. That's actually not on my list, but it is a trait that I think that if you don't have it, you need to get it. Okay. So if you see yourself in the rest of this list, get that other trait, get that trait of being able and and being brave enough because it is an act of courage sometimes to say, no, I'm actually going to stop and I'm going to trust that the world will not crash down around my ears that is still a skill I'm working on. Okay. Some people I love and adore are still working on that skill. So if you don't have it yet, don't, don't feel bad. So here's one on the list. Smut Lancers, we stay up late. We get up early. Sometimes we don't get up early, but we'll stay up late. Sometimes we get up early so we don't have to stay up late. And some of us, and I will do this there. I can only do this for so long. I will wake up early and I will stay up late. And I can do that for about three or four days before I have, I crash. I, I, you got to let me sleep in. Screw you. I'm not getting out of this bed. Um, so I've only got like another day or so in me before I'm going to be good for nothing. I won't be able to wake up early, but we do that. We, we extend our hours. Some of you out there, I know you've got a day job, right? And, and this is your side hustle. And this is this thing you do at night and on the weekends and whenever you can squeak some time out in between. Um, that counts. It doesn't, this isn't about full-time versus part-time. This is about what are you giving up in other aspects of your life so that you can focus on this? 
I recommend not giving up anything forever. I think you do need those nights where you um, actually Netflix and chill and then metaphorically Netflix and chill. Um, I think that you need those times when you go off and you do this fun thing with your friends and you let the blog sit there, you let the website sit there, you let the art sit there. It'll be there when you get back. Um, but we do. We I don't know when some of us sleep or how we're functioning on such small amount of sleep. Everything I'm reading and learning about sleep, we need to stop doing that. It's not good for our health. Um, along with that, we work long hours. So even if I get up at a decent time and I go to bed at a decent time, me personally, I'm working. I usually sit down at my desk to legitimately work sometime between nine and nine thirty. It's not a bad life. I'm not going to complain. Um, I have breaks. I have very regimented breaks to sort of for my health and my mental and physical health and to take care of the dog because, you know, he's a dog and he's cute and got to take care of him. Um, but I am not above, you know, I'll have dinner with the family and then John Brownstone and I now do an evening walk, which is also good for my physical and mental health. And then I'll sit right back down at the, the computer and I will keep going and I will work those long hours, an eight hour day means nothing to me. It's not about how many hours I work. It's about when does the work get done? If I can get it done quick and it still be good, I will. And I'll knock off early and woo, isn't that fun? Um, but if the work's not done and it's still daylight hours, I'm still awake and it's not the time I want to go to bed, then I'm going to work. And a lot of us are like that. I could think of Marie Rebel who works her day job. And I know she's not the only one that has a full-time day job. And then she's at home at night and on the weekends pounding at her keyboard to schedule all the things she does. Others of you out there are like that and you're not alone and nor are you, is there anything wrong with you for doing it? It's part of that drive and that ambition that we have. Um, I think, I really think all smut lancers on in some way at some time do this next one. Uh, we tend to create in our heads at really random times. I have found my best time for ideas is the shower. Um, for anybody who was at Eroticon 2018 and heard my presentation, that entire presentation was practiced, thought up, and pieced together while I took showers for about six months. I'm not sure I'm mentally capable of committing to another speaking gig and giving up six months of my showers to prepare for it. I'm pretty sure that's not a healthy way to do it. There's gotta be a better way. That was just the way I did it that time. But for me, showers are when I'm my most creative, which is very annoying because I don't have anything that's waterproof that I can jot down those ideas. I have jumped out of a shower repeating the same thing to myself over and over again. Kind of like you do a series of numbers to try and remember it so, until I can get someplace where I can, you know, write something down or type something down or whatever so I don't lose it. Because that's the other downside is that when you're creating in random spaces when your mind can finally sort of relax and let go if you don't immediately get it down it's poof gone out of your mind and it may never come back i have composed some of the best blog post lines you will never ever get to read because i told myself i could remember it and of course i couldn't um so for me it's in the shower but other people it's when they take a walk it's while they're out driving i've done that while driving if i'm you know sometimes when you're driving through a city where you don't know where you're going you have to focus so your mind is on what you're doing but sometimes you're driving a route you drive all the time and maybe it's a quiet road or it's a you know time of day when there's not a lot of traffic or whatever your mind can drift because you're on autopilot not safe i'm not condoning that i'm just saying it happens um when i used to have long commutes back when i still had the day job and didn't live where i live now 
I had like a 45 minute commute both, you know, each way. Um, I would, I would, I would go on autopilot. I knew how to get home. I knew to watch our traffic and I would just think of things. Um, and I definitely think that that's, that's key to the Smutlancer life. Um, it's also proof that you need that downtime. You need those times to get away from the work. She reminds herself and not just the audience. Um, so that you can have those moments for your brain to just relax and let go of some of the tension and let go of the thing you're focusing on right now and sort of wander off and explore. Uh, I've been uh, reading a, several different books. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do a, a roundup podcast or a roundup blog post about the different ones. But a lot of things I'm reading and watching, because I've become a YouTube addict, um, talk about how getting back to nature, getting outside is not just good to help us relax and to feel rested and good for our mental health. And it is all of those things. But creatively, it can help us create. And part of that isn't just being out in nature. It's the physically getting away from all the distractions and giving your brain a break. And when you give your brain a break amazing things happen. And I know that's true because I haven't met somebody yet in this sort of work that we do, that when you give them a nice quiet space to just chill, they're filled with ideas. You can actually overwhelm yourself with your ideas because sometimes it's like, holy shit, there's too many. There's no way I'll do all of these. Um, I know that feeling. Just start writing them down. Just even if you never come back to them, just start writing them down. Um, and the other thing, and I, I want, I, I'm going to end as best as I can, because y'all know I ramble. I want to end on this note because I think some people spend more time doubting themselves than they do celebrating what they do and what they've accomplished. And that is what sort of sets us apart um, and and means something. It might not mean that you're going to be filthy rich, you know, on your timeline or you're going to get to quit the day job right when you want to. Um, but it does mean something. And that's, I have found that we do things that others say can't be done. You know, people tell me you can't run four websites. Yeah, you can't. Am I tired? Of course I am. But am I happy? Yeah. I have had for years people say you can't earn a full time living writing as, you know, being a freelance writer. That's not a real job. Fuck you. Yeah, it is. I make, I'm making really good money right now. Now I've had to increase the vanilla amount of work I do to do it, but I've also increased the, the sex writing work and that's on the rise and that you know there's it's it's possible and we I think part of it is because we do tend to be more creative but part of it and the probably the largest part of it is we are more driven you know if you can stay up late at night maintaining your sex blog or maintaining your podcast or maintaining your vlog and you're doing this in between a million other things going on in your life it doesn't even have to be work it could be your um you know, your health, it could be your family, it could be your kids, it could be your spouse, it could be what, I mean, it doesn't, it could be anything. If you manage to carve out time and do work that, even though you question yourself and even though you doubt yourself, deep down, you're really kind of proud of, or you probably wouldn't even put it out there, right? And you can keep coming back and you can keep it up. And I think of the sex blogging community and anybody who's been around a year or longer at this point, you probably recognize it if you haven't been blogging quite a year, but I promise you once you hit like that one year mark and beyond, 
this becomes so much more noticeable. We are used to bloggers swooping in. I'm going to blog. I'm going to blog. I'm going to blog. And six months later, they're gone. And you think, wow, where'd they go? I really kind of like, I was kind of curious to see what they could do. Now that is not to knock those bloggers at all. Life happens, interest levels, you know, in what we're doing change. All There's all kinds of reasons and they're all legitimate. But when you can, because, because there's something in you that can't stop doing it. Like you can give up all kinds of other things, but this creative endeavor is the thing you can't get. You can't quit and you're not going to quit and you will let everything else burn down around your ears before you give up this thing. That's meaningful. That is no guarantee of whatever your definition of success might be. And we've talked about in the past and really I think success should be counted in goals achieved, not some arbitrary number or deadline or whatever. But whatever your definition of success is, that's you're going to you're in a better position to achieve that because you do have this drive and you're not. It's the thing your creative outlet is the one thing you're not going to get rid of. You'll get rid of. I've seen people get rid of partners before they would get rid of their blog or their whatever. Okay, and Prior to John Brownstone entering my life, that was my thought. If somebody, you know, there every once in a while there's a debate among sex bloggers of what if your partner doesn't like your blog? And my thing is, well, I guess that person's not my partner anymore. Um, I don't know that there was, there really is a time when I would say otherwise. Even now, John Brownstone knows this is a package deal. I'm a person with a lot of ideas who loves to do these things and he's just sort of accepted it. Thank God. Um, but that's the thing I want you to take pride in. Take pride in the fact that you are driven and that you are a little obsessed over your your creativity and that you don't let things stand in your way. And I don't mean that you don't let your health stand in your way. That's not something standing in your way. That's your body telling you to take a freaking break. But you don't let rejection keep you down for too long. You don't let what other people think or what other people are doing stop you from doing the things you do. And when I say stop you, I mean completely stop you. We all go through... God, Kara, you are such, I don't even know if you listen to the podcast, but you were such a good um, influence over me because she'll say something and it'll spark a thought. So she was talking about um, going through sort of the cycle of she's doing her work and she's writing her blog, but she's feeling kind of meh about it, you know? And, and I told her, I said, I think everybody goes through that. And we do. I think it's maybe it's for me, I notice it's kind of cyclical and I think it's cyclical for most people, but it can be. Um, in response to things going on in your life. And those might not be cyclical, but there are times when we're like, eh, eh, I don't know. What am I doing? I mean, you know what we do? We show up anyway. Maybe we take a couple days off. Maybe we take a month off. Maybe we go off and we create something different for a while. Maybe we, you know, blog less, create a little less, but we still are there. It's never a forever and gone thing. We keep showing up partly because we just kind of can't quit this. Like it's for me, writing, blogging, running these websites, talking to people, podcasting now, it's kind of my obsession. I mean, not in a scary, you know, boil rabbits on a stovetop obsession, but it's uh, certainly an obsession. Um, when I was sort of forced to stop doing it while the websites were down uh, earlier this year, I was miserable. It was messing with my head on a massive, massive level. And I think that that's legitimate. And I also think that when there are days or a week or so when I take a break and I feel relieved that I've got the break, that that is also legitimate. 
it's not about the break you take. It's about when do you come back and how do you come back and how do you feel when you're gone and how do you feel when you can't do this thing that you want? Not when you choose to take a break, but when somebody tells you you can't, you know, the website's down or you have to work extra hours, you get something weird going on and you, you can't do this thing you want to do. If it makes you a little nutty, I feel like I can use that term since I have my own mental illnesses. Uh, if, it make, if it makes you a little bonkers, I think that says something. I think it says this is in your blood and this is something that you kind of can't not do. And there's nothing wrong with that and we should be proud of it. And yes, sometimes that means that at 12:15 in the morning on an officially a Tuesday, you record a freaking podcast because that's when you had time to do it because the conversation was important enough to you and the doing of it is meaningful to you and the connecting with other people is meaningful to you and it furthers whatever your personal goals happen to be, personal and professional goals, whatever they happen to be. So while I recognize that the whole world doesn't want to do what we do, and I don't even mean in terms of writing or creating content about sex, I mean, the whole world doesn't want to give up their free time. The whole world doesn't want to give up sleep. The whole world doesn't want to obsess over the perfect line in the second paragraph of a blog post or the perfect script or the perfect intro music and outro music for a podcast or whatever it is that you're obsessing over. The whole rest of the world doesn't have to get it and the whole rest of the world can't be the way we are and that's okay. That's part of what makes us special. And I guess I wanna do a rah-rah pep talk for all of us that the thing that makes you kind of weird and the thing that makes you kind of out there, it's also the thing that makes you successful. And it's also the thing that makes you a part of this community. And it's also a thing that we should all celebrate and be proud of, you know, let's be proud of our messy, crazy, sometimes scattered, sometimes, you know, really anxious imposter syndrome filled selves because we go out there and we create shit that other people can't or won't do. And that's worth cheering about. And also if you're playing the drinking game recording this at midnight on Monday there there I got everybody drunk my my uh, achievement unlocked let's let's go with that so I love you guys you know I love you guys I love talking to you guys I wish I could do it more and in different ways um, I've got to stop watching YouTube because it's making me want to create video content and who the fuck has time for that I don't know but watch me I'll find a way if I'm not careful I highly recommend, even if you do not identify as submissive, you don't want DS, um, you have no interest in that. I highly recommend getting a dominant who you will listen to, who will tell you, no, you can't do that idea. Uh, you have to sleep. It's just, you know, just consider it like a business coach or something if you need to. Um, but I do. I love talking to you guys and I love sharing this with you. And if I help people, great. If I inspire people, great. If I just make you feel a little less alone, that's perfect. So you are not alone in this. Um, if you are the type that's, you know, getting up at weird hours or giving up your lunch break or, you know, telling that person that, no, you cannot go out on a date with them. You have a blog post to write. I, I'm with you there. I'm totally with you there. So thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast with me, Kayla Lords. If you like it, what you just heard, and I didn't completely scare you off if you're new, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great info at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow The Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at The Smut Lancer in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or topic suggestions. Thanks for listening and we won't do this again next week. We will do it the week after when I get back from vacation. Mm-hmm.